Hi guys, Stu here. If you could support the podcast by following us wherever you subscribe to your podcast, that would be amazing. If you are enjoying our videos on the YouTube channel, uh, like and subscribe, like the individual videos and subscribe to the channel. Just search for Henry Weston's Old Mate. The continued support helps us to be able to provide more and more content going forward. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. Just an extra reminder, guys, if you could leave us a five-star review within your podcast provider, that would help so very much. Simply scroll down below the list of episodes, wherever you get your podcasts, and it will give you the option to rate the show. If you could rate us five stars, that would be amazing. It will also give you the option to write a brief review. If you could do that on top, again, that will do nothing but help us out. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to Henry Weston's Old Mate, the podcast. This is going to surprise a few people because we're going to be talking. We're not talking turf. We're not talking addiction recovery. We're actually going to be talking a bit of booze here. You can see my friend Craig in the background. Before I pass you over to him, if you are watching us on YouTube, please like the video. Please subscribe to the channel. If you are listening to us via an audio podcast provider, please drop us a rating and a review. Just scroll down below. Uh, the list of episodes and you'll be able to do the review stuff don't forget the podcast now has a buy me a coffee page if you log on to www.buymeacoffee.com you can make a small donation to support the podcast our content will always be free uh, we will never hide it behind a paywall but if you'd like to support us we welcome that uh good afternoon craig how are you my friend good afternoon stuart i'm very very well <laughs> now that we're recording craig i didn't show you this before i've made a little sign and it just says, I'm not Phil. So, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> there you go. Um, right. This is this is funny because we're not going to talk about me too much, but I am a recovering well, we alcoholic. We are going to talk about you. <laughs> I don't drink well, anymore. I'm enjoying this. For those of you who can't see, uh, maybe listening, I've got a Peroni Libera 0%. That's all I'm allowed to enjoy anymore. Craig, what are you yeah. sampling? I'm, I'm on an old speckled hen, 5.0%. So exactly 5% more than me. Um, <laughs> but Craig, um, you're sitting in the furloughed or the furloughed. Um, furloughed. Talk to me about, well, we're going to talk about everything. We've got a few maybe potentially more serious points we're going to get to later. But just let's get, let's get the elephant out of the room first. Go on. What's your concept? Because obviously you're someone in recovery. Yeah. I'm someone that's probably on the way to rehab. <laughs> where what where do we meet? What what's your but, do you know, take? I thought I thought about this and I thought, how am I going to you know, if if someone watches this and thinks, well, he goes on about recovery, is should he be promoting out that you know, someone like uh, uh, yourself uh, who, who does enjoy let's admit getting a bit pissed from every now and again, but you know where we meet Craig is I, I'm not the beer police. I would still love to enjoy alcohol. I'm unfortunately not able to, um, but I still have the mentality and I still enjoy the humor of people who enjoy alcohol and enjoy it responsibly, potentially a little bit irresponsibly at times, but Hey, ho, there's worse things in the world. You know, for me, unfortunately, alcohol is the worst thing in the world. But for other people, they can enjoy it. And I I love content like yours, Craig. That's where yeah. we meet, I think. Well, that's answered that question then. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Cheers. Talk to me about the furloughed, how it came about. I mean, I'm assuming it came about because maybe you're, you yourself were, were put on furlough or, or, or just explain it, it to us. I wasn't. I was furloughed. Uh, our lad had chronic kidney failure. Yeah. So I was eight months furloughed. He's, he's very well now. Good. Excellent to hear. Had a kidney transplant and he's back at work and he's living his life. So that's good. Good. But it was accumulation of things. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't on Twitter. Right. For this. My God. Something's coming through my phone then. <laughs> I wasn't on Twitter before this. I was years ago. Yeah. But came a bit, just ended up arguing with people about silly little things. I thought, I can't be honest with it. It's not for me. I thought it was for celebrities, Twitter. Right. Following celebrities and all that. So I left it anyway. And then before lockdown, my mate was showing me bootlegger videos. And I was like, I thought this bloke is just so funny. He's not trying to be funny. Yeah. He's just normal bloke having a drink. But I found that, like, really, you know, really funny. And so he was my inspiration. You know, I'm not going to deny it. Bootlegger. Yeah. Probably seen, well, everybody's seen bootlegger videos. So, yeah, that was that. And then uh, also my wife was working from home. I wasn't able to work. Because I was furloughed, I'm an electrical contractor. So when I was furloughed, that was it. I was just at home. Yeah. So I was like, you know, we all like to nip in the shed. For uh, uh, I thought I'm going to start making videos, and that's right. it. I've, I've always done this as well. Yeah. I've, I've been making stupid videos since I, since devices were around. So something I, I like doing. Fantastic. Uh, I, I've got, I've got a list. I've got three favorite videos in front of me and um, we sort of touch on them briefly. Um, the summer paddling pool on your back, yeah. creating a fountain. It was my pin tweet. Well, I didn't even know what a pin tweet was, but I sort of worked it out and then put it, I went down. Well, I think I had 60,000 views or something ridiculous. <laughs> um, the next one on my list um, was the cider box. Um, you ended up particularly worse for wear after that last summer, I believe. Yes. Now, my wife doesn't know about this, and that will lead me to another point, which is <laughs> hilarious. But she'll know about it now because she wants to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did that one on the sly. Got absolutely trolled. Yeah. And, and finally, it has to be... I've deleted that video, I think. Right. At a moment, of, sometimes I like, I want to leave it all and deleting everything. You know what we're like. Yeah. Third one. Uh, the third one was, well, it was more than one, really. It was the episode of the Christmas keg. I mean, yeah. I, I was fortunate that I had a couple of weeks off over Christmas, which in sort of my industry, I work in golf courses. Um, we don't tend to get all that much downtime over Christmas. But I, I had a couple of weeks off. So it obviously doesn't take two weeks to follow your, your Twitter videos. But I, I followed that, the story of the keg and then the wonderful ending where it got um, wrapped up and sort of put in the boot of the car um, was was. It's it is genius, isn't it? It's genius that appeals to, to certain people, comedy genius. Wow. But um 
there's sort of the next question, really. You you answered it in a sense because you said you've been doing these videos for as long as phone, you know, recording devices on yeah. phones was around. Did you ever did you ever think it had come to this? Not necessarily me inviting you on a podcast. We're no. a small podcast, but did you think you'd garner or gain the little Twitter following? You described Twitter as being you thought only for celebrities, and dare I say, you may have become a minor one yourself, Craig. About that, uh, you know what? I never, I had no, I didn't expect anything from it. So, anything yeah. that comes is it, it, I never used to, used to look at followers or anything. And then yeah. somebody on there you know, oh, sent me a message saying, Well done, you've got 2,000 followers. I was like, Abba. So, I looked and I had. <laughs> now, like, I mean, you're lying if you don't look at your likes and your followers, and because you do. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I try and answer everyone. I try to talk to everyone, which is that bootlegger, you get, he's got so big now. I mean, he, he couldn't even possibly reply to anyone. But I, I'm in a position now where I do like to talk to everybody that I can. Yeah. And it's, it's a good, it's, it's, it's a really good thing at the moment. It might not be in the future, but it is at the moment. Well, that's it. I mean, you're you're fortunate enough. I think we're all fortunate enough with me and this podcast. I mean, I will I will do this podcast to the point that people get fed up of listening to it, or it becomes not fun for me anymore. Absolutely, and I will do this as long as I enjoy it and other people do. Well, uh, I, I'm going to explain. So, for those on the video, they can just look over Craig's right shoulder there. For people on the podcast, uh, I'm pointing to a sign that says "Pseudo Craig." Um, it is a play on the universally known brand of Suda Cream. Craig, um, you're at the point now where people send you cool stuff through the post. I've got a hat yeah. over my right shoulder that someone, yes, in, sure. uh, yeah. someone in America sent me. Um, Pseudo Craig, Pseudo Cream, um, for a man who enjoys potentially too many beers, but also spicy food. Um, it's become, or it's always been your best friend, has it? That substance? Yeah, I'm not going to lie, yeah. 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 Real and and chili yeah it uh, keeps you regular so let's um let's well on on that sort of chili front let's talk about last weekend you went live for the first yeah. time uh, and yeah. i i caught I, I i i don't think i tuned in live i tuned in and just caught up i watched uh pretty much all of it and then i went back and as we were chatting midweek i watched the final 15 minutes of of you and the bear attacking the wings and you very bravely putting a a brave face on that last one and um, how obviously not going going live how how was that for you that was your first dabble into um well live i won't call it live television but you ended up i think you peaked at sort of over a hundred viewers didn't you and the comments were streaming in yeah absolutely yeah so i didn't know how it was going to go and i thought well like like everything i've done i'm not that I'm not expecting anything from it, so if I get nothing, whatever, not really that bothered. I sort of promoted it for a week or maybe two weeks, so this is coming, and people genuinely got interested in something to watch. And well, it's of a certain age, getting drunk, eating spicy food, it's appealing. I mean, if you, if you, yeah, I mean, if you probably click into google how to sort of how to gain followers or gain likes on a video i mean eat anything that's gonna 
give you or allow you to see someone reacting negatively to a spicy food, a strong drink, a, a something there. You know, if you put someone in a room with a spider and a snake and they don't like them, you're going to get the reaction that million. Well, people are going to want to see it might be millions. It might be 10, but it's, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's clever in a sense, but it wasn't about that for you. I sense, I mean, you really, you really got into it. You enjoyed it, didn't you? And if that was one person watching, I don't think, I think that video, you, you would have been the same in that video if there's one or one million people viewing. It didn't matter. That fell into my lap. I won that hamper off Dartmoor Chile. Oh, um, okay. They didn't give me that to promote there. I won it and I turned it into something else. So, and what I found is opportunities just keep hitting me in the face. So I'm just going to use them. I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to run with it see where it goes, see where we end up. And now, now the wife's on board, it's a lot easier to do. Yes, because in my initial notes to you, we obviously we chatted about this in December and we, we thought we'd maybe put something together in December. And it, it didn't quite work, but then then we, we you got in touch with me again. Um, and back then, you sort of said in the reply to some, some long-winded notes I sent you that I probably wouldn't believe it, but, but the wife doesn't know um does would i would would that suggest to me that she doesn't use twitter and maybe none of her friends use twitter to to then report back thankfully not so, but how did how did did you approach her with the idea for the live event or was she getting a bit more cl clued up did she, she knew what was going on it literally changed weeks ago yeah and it changed because of one man phil not yeah I would, I've always done it. I'm not embarrassed about what I do. I've always been a big drinker. Yeah. She married me. Uh, it's not, I, I get in trouble like every other bloke about drinking too much. In, <laughs> and I'm always hiding in the shed away from her. Yeah. But that was that scenario. But then on top of that, I started making videos and sending letters. <laughs> so I was like, it was like living in a, almost like a, I don't know. It was a strange scenario because I don't like lying to my wife, obviously. Uh, and three times I completely deleted my account. I can't do this. It's not fair. It's not fair that, you know, hundreds of people are, are seeing my face and she knows nothing about it. It didn't make any sense to me. And this is why now is a good time to do this podcast. Now is a good time to talk about why I do it because she's on board and she's interested in it so the reason it changed was Phil Knott popped up on a video with my face on a t-shirt yeah I remember it well <laughs> and I was sat in there next to the wife and I just looked at her and I was like I, I can't hide this anymore this is ridiculous so I said I showed her the video and she went that's your face because I know and she said why have people got your why have people got your face on the t-shirts and I went there's something we need to talk about so I told her literally the whole she sort of knew she sort of knew I was up to something and I told her because what my phone I don't have notifications on Twitter anymore because it would just be going off like a yeah shing on some days not always and so uh, I told her, yeah, and I said, look, this is what's, this is what's happening. And 
this is what we call the furlard arms and yeah but complete to my amazement she she was so on board and then she came in on the live stream and now she's like so interested in it so i don't know well yeah i've got to feel not to thank for my your 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 status well phil's phil's going to join us at the end of the podcast not live um i have a i have a question that phil has posed so we've got we've got we've got a question to end the podcast but we're nowhere near ending the podcast um it's a uh, let's next sort of question i want to ask um again we you sort of touched on it you'll do this you'll do this until it stops becoming fun so to speak but um do you feel a little bit of an obligation towards people now yeah. Um, yeah. to think to, to put some put some videos out? I would imagine if you weren't to post a video for, let's say, a week, but your Twitter account was still open, I would imagine there would be questions asked as to where the content's gone. Yeah. Well, I did fake my own death. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> I can't I can't picture that one, no. Yeah, I faked my death um, and tried to frame Phil not. I don't know Phil not. <laughs> but, but I thought it'd be good to he sent me he did actually try to kill me because he sent me some poison in a bottle and I drank it and oh, then yes. I, and I played Adele this is the end <laughs> very theatrical like like it can get in here sometimes and uh, and I was gonna I genuinely was gonna leave Twitter but there's a problem with this my brother who was in the live stream, Bear. Yeah, Bear. I didn't know Bear was your brother. That's yeah, I've missed he's, that as well. In my brother, we have the same parents. <laughs> um, he gets inundated with messages about my whereabouts. So, so, yeah. so you're you're you've you've got a you've got a fan base. We need to sort of you need to try and keep them happy, but obviously you need to keep yourself happy as well. Um. Talking about being happy, um, you've got a an old speckled hen in your hand there. Are you a you? I'd have, I'd have said you're probably more of an ale drinker, but I have obviously seen you consume plenty of lager and plenty of cider. How do you? Is each day a different day? Are you a seasonal drinker, Craig, or how do you go about? How do you how do you approach what goes in that glass? Let's get one thing straight. I will drink anything. <laughs> I I used to be like that. Yeah, I will drink anything. I got into ale 10 years ago and I find it's kinder on the body as you get older. Yeah. But less chemicals and and the, the, some of the ales that are around now are, you know, tasty. As long as, I don't think lager really tastes anything. No, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you. I, I mean, I used to drink Stella in the pub basically because it had the strongest percentage on it. But I enjoyed, I've, I've always enjoyed it. I was a cider drinker. The stronger, yeah. the better. Obviously, Henry Weston, he, he was my old mate for me. Hi, guys, and thanks for choosing to listen to Henry Weston's Old Mate, the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the first half of my chat with Craig. I certainly have. I'd just like to take a moment to direct you to the Henry Weston's Old Mate, Buy Me a Coffee website. Um, we have a page set up. It will just allow you to make a small donation towards the... Uh, podcast if you like the content and feel like you want to support if you just log on to www.buymeacoffee.com if you search for hwom henry weston's old mate it will then direct you to our little 
page and you'll be able to donate anything between five to 15 pounds. Uh, I've always said the content will be free. We are not gonna hide behind any paywalls, but if people are inclined to support us, it would go a long way into allowing us to upgrade microphones and computers, etc. Going forward, it will be a long old process, but all the small donations would eventually add up and just help improve things like sound quality for those who choose to listen. Thanks so much and enjoy the second half of my chat with Craig. Many years. 8.2, yeah. 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 I do like strong, I like strong beers. But I drink the wife. She's annoyed at the way I drink because I always, there's no limitations. I drink as fast as I want, as much as I want, and then send me to sleep. So that's 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 good because we got a couple of I don't know if we'd call them serious points, but a couple of points that you wanted to make sure we included in our chat, uh, and one of them was you know that you have a addictive personality of sorts, as 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 do I. I mean, I was am addicted to alcohol, but but I I've been addicted to buying trainers in the past, buying football stickers and cards in the past, They're almost potentially addicted to exercise at some really low points in my life. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, that addictive personality, does that, does, does that spill over into other aspects of, of, of your life? I mean, I, we wouldn't, we don't want to describe you as a, uh, uh, addicted to alcohol, but w- would you say you more, you, you go about things, like when it's drinking, it's drinking, but then when other things potentially work or potentially yeah. other aspects of your life, you, that addictive personality crosses over into that. Not addicted to work, I can assure you of that. But Me neither. Yeah. I am a nightmare. Anything I do, I have to do to excess. So drinking, excess. I stop drinking in the week. Yeah. Because it's a good thing. So from Monday to Wednesday, I didn't drink at all. And then, but I just drink more that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But on the Monday to Wednesday, I've started buying self-health books, eating healthier, having a sober life. I've read that sober book, uh, forget his name now. It's quite interesting, actually. You know, I can't just have a couple of days off the beer. I've got to, like, change my mindset to stay off it and start thinking, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a different person, blah, blah, blah. I'm a nightmare. Everything I do. Since I was, I can remember, very colourful life, if you know what I mean. Yes. Things. So. I no longer. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I I know exactly where you're coming from. I may have a similar background. Um, uh, Are you, are you, in a sense, you, you say you go fully at it. I mean, my dad, he used to share a bit of a passion of yours, and we're not going to talk about it much, but I want to say, you know, you and that we know we've seen you in the caravan going away for your trips. Are you the guy that's got everything in the caravan, you know, because you 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 start something and then that caravan is full of all the good gadgets and everything, or does that not quite no, only only things that soothe me? Oh, okay. I'm I'm with you. Um, but that works actually going into the next point. <laughs> anything that soothed me, the blinding juice, um, yeah. that I assume blinding juice can, can be associated with anything in a, in a spirit form in a smaller glass, but your, your favorite tipple Spanish based, I believe. 
Uh, yeah, the Spanish branded Fundador. Yeah, I do like it. I'm not actually, I'm not mad for spirits, but I do, I do like the odd shot. It's... Yeah, and the term, the term blinding. Right. You remember, I often, um, I'm, I'm forever watching comedy. Right. And I often pick things off people, and which is, you know, not legal. Uh, there was a guy that used to send out these videos where he used to collaborate loads of videos. Uh, you'd be seeing you. You know that guy? Yeah, I'm with you. And he was forever going on about blinding when they were ejaculating over the girl face. <laughs> used to blind them. And I just picked it off and I thought, well, that goes with blinding, blinding, you know, you drink enough of it, it'll make you blind, blah, blah. It just rolled onto that, and I called it the blinding. And yeah, that went a bit. Yeah, I mean that—that's probably uh, potentially could be described as your catchphrase, couldn't it? Or that's what pe- people certainly jumped on board there. Um, yeah. One thing I—I I also used to sort of enjoy and still do when you do your beer reviews. Um, obviously, we only get you know a couple of minutes. Twitter, you have to limit your videos to two minutes twenty. So it's a bit of a skill, isn't it, to get a, a beer yeah. review into two minutes 20. Um, have you been fortunate enough to have anything through the post um, uh, yeah. to sample yet? Yeah, I have. Three yeah. Bees Brewery, give them a shout out. Uh, they sent me quite a bit of stuff. Uh, Wrexham Brewery, uh, Bootleggers. Bootleggers brand, Wrexham Brewery. Yeah. Stuff off there. Yeah, I've had, I've had quite a bit of bits and bobs, but I think they've got to be careful, haven't they? Because you know, you get involved with the big boys, the breweries. Oh, I don't think they want to because it's irresponsible drinking in my mind. <laughs> I, I, I they think, want yeah, dated with with that. Yeah. Sorry, one guy asked me. He was like, I walked into a pub and he went, "You're Craig off Twitter." I went, "Yeah," and he went. I've got an estate agency. Would you mind Simon? His name. You won't mind me saying. Would you mind uh, advertising? If I pay you, I'll do some advertising for me. And I was like, "Listen, Simon, <laughs> I'm not going to be very good for your estate agency campaign. Walk away." <laughs> you know? I mean, it's all it's all very well laughing potentially and seeing one of your funny videos but you're like you said you said earlier that you don't rehearse anything so it's all all pre i can imagine towing the company line wouldn't probably fit the profile for for the furloughed who knows where it would go yeah exactly yeah exactly Um, i've never rehearsed anything i find off the cuff as we are now yeah it works doesn't it it's funny it it does mate um Really funny. Um, what's not so funny are hangovers. Um, you, you're probably dealing with a slightly one or one now. Um, do they get, uh, uh, dare I say, you're probably a couple of years older than me. I'm 42 now, but I gave up drinking four years ago. Um, hangovers sort of got worse for me as as I got older. Are you experiencing that yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Life's- <laughs> hangover at the moment <laughs> and how how again this is a comedy podcast today we're not going to try and offer advice but is there no. any advice out there for for a hangover man up deal with it. 
Oh, well, I don't recommend hair of the dog. Don't don't do that. We have to have some decorum. Yeah, fried food, um, painkillers, water. I do. I drink. I flush myself every day. So, because I drink a lot, I drink a lot of water. I yeah. eat. I eat vegetables. I don't eat fast food. Um, and I try. Well, I try not to eat fast food. We have the occasional takeaway, but yeah, I eat. I do everything right, apart from drinking too much. Well, you, you, you're, you're a dab hand in the kitchen, aren't you? Let's just... Yeah. Cooking's always... I imagine cooking... Cooking's been a big part of my... When I left school, I sort of worked in kitchens on the weekend. I never went into it as a profession. Um, but I enjoy cooking, and you do yourself. Are you are you the main cook? Are well, you uh, away during the week quite a lot, aren't you? But do you... In- I've been I've been lucky enough to have quite a lot of local work uh, for a few years, but yeah, it seems to have fizzled out now, so I'm away again. But I've been away literally all my life, so I was still erected before this. So I've always worked away, missed missed all the kids growing up, blah blah blah, and yeah. that's probably where you know these bad habits come from, having you know having no direction apart from four you know blokes that want to go to the pub every dinner. I mean, I've, I spent two, uh, three summers living in Holland, um, which was a fantastic experience. Uh, but I spent one and a bit years living in the Czech Republic, which, as we know, is the highest consumer of alcohol per yeah. sort of person in the world. Uh, that was the only time I've worked away and sort of lived on site in a all-male environment. There was four British staff and we had a sort of staff of seven local Czech guys and that year and a bit was the most ridiculous non-alcoholic behaviour shall I say I mean I drank like an alcoholic then but it was always in the pub it was always social yeah. drinking it wasn't hiding it was it was man's drinking shall we say please don't comment on man's drinking but um that was ridiculous you know we finished work and there was always there was always someone who wanted to go to the pub. So you just tagged along. It was seven days a week for about 13 months of my life. And it was, it was fun, but it was crazy. So, yeah. So I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like back day, I mean, I'm going back a few years, but it was acceptable to drink at dinner, dinner time and go back to work. Well, I, we had a guy, his name was Milan. Um, and he used to drink, which I didn't realise is quite popular in the Czech Republic. Uh, he would start his day at 7am with a large 500ml bottle of lager. And I, I pointed it out to the only local guy, Peter, who, who spoke fluent English. And I said, Milan's having a beer, Peter, before work. And he just looked at me and he said, of course he is, Stuart. He always does. Um, and that was certainly socially acceptable over there. And to almost to not drink if you were out eating lunch in Czech, well, you'd have they people might have questioned your uh, manhood if you declined an alcoholic drink at lunchtime. Yeah, well, probably won't need a pension. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the sort of the last point that we wanted to make sure we covered, Craig. Um, internet trolls. You've got quite yeah. a few, you've got quite a few followers. You've got you put quite a lot of content out. Have you come under the fire of the troll? I have, yeah. And I think I just wanted to mention it because I don't know really. 
you can't you can't expect it all to be your way. You forget that. This yeah. is such a volatile place, you know. So you can't. It's never all going to go your way. And I get that. But if they were to come to you with a bit of negative, you know, uh, but constructive, yeah, yeah, I get that. But it's just a bit relentless, isn't it? With just this real hate. So I think you've got like a few categories of this. So you've got the one guy who's sat in his bedroom. He's probably been up for four days drinking Monster, wanking over pictures of his mum, just pressing the hate button constantly. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That, I can't be arsed with that. And then the other side of it, I mean, when I first started making videos, bootlegger, love him to bits, but people were just, you want to be bootlegger? Oh, they're just diehard bootlegger fans and no one else is allowed to make videos and drink and, you know, and get drunk. So that side of it, well, I don't know what you do with them, but You've got a block button. I use it often. Most of the time I try and follow them, retweet anything that they're doing just for jokes, just to try and give them a bit back. It does work sometimes. Other times it just won't leave you alone, so it's just a block button. But, yeah, what's that all about? Yeah, and then you've probably got the other... Yeah, you've got... There's potentially the, these guys who sit around and they're not out-and-out out haters but they just nip at you and they just want that reaction, don't they? They want to they wanna just try and ruin your day, but they want to, they don't want to be seen as coming straight at you and they'll sit, they'll sit behind a, 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 you know, a sort of semi-aggressive tweet, hoping to get that aggressive reaction back to you, to you and then turn it around on you. And I, I don't, I, I was, I was guilty. Like you said earlier, I've been guilty of Twitter spats in the past industry-based stuff and some stuff outside of my work environment i look back at it now and think what a waste of time but then i also do think these people who sit out there and scan twitter they may just accidentally come across one of your videos and think that guy's gonna have it today i can't get my i can't get my head around that mentality no neither can i and you know it can can be quite hurtful and i have i'm not saying it, it no, it never bothered me, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to sort, uh, but it didn't really bother me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as we sort of come to the end of our chat, Craig, I've got um, I've got a couple of questions I want to ask you. Um, future plans for the furlough? You don't rehearse anything. You've said that. Do you do you plan for the future, or is it is it all off the cuff? Is there anything in the pipeline that you'd want to share or tease your few thousand followers with yeah definitely going to do more live stuff i love that i love the interaction with people bouncing off and uh i'll have my brother down again i got quite a there's, a there's a bloke that i might bring to the furlough the wife's absolutely no i'm not having people come here and I sort of wanted to start having, like, guest appearances, but I'm not a fucking Terry Wogan, as you can <laughs> So maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. I don't know. Doing it, I'm going to do the live stuff again. We've got, so, we've got one coming up in two weeks, which I haven't released yet. I'm going to do that again because it was hilarious. 
Uh, other than that, no, got no plans really. See where it goes. Okay, well that's that's certainly wonderful there that you'll be going live again. And to end the podcast, I reached out to to Phil, uh, and he was kind enough to ask a question. Uh, I reached out to three other people, uh, and two of them came back to me and they said they'd ask questions. But uh, I haven't received them, so I can't ask you. And I think maybe the nature of some of your followers, Craig, perhaps I picked the wrong time to ask and they may very well have woken up the next day uh, and completely forgotten our Twitter conversations. But Phil did, did send a question. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read it out. And he sent a wonderfully funny video. So I will then edit that into this space now where I'm asking you the question. And that'll be quite a funny end. But all he wanted to know was, Phil not wanted to know, Exactly when, or if you can remember, when you started blinding? What, in the furlough? Well, I think ever. I mean, was... was... No. No? Well, that's a lie, really. So what happened was, was I'm involved with a WhatsApp group called the Gaspers. These are all people that I know. I've never met a lot of them, but I know them. They live around this area. And we have a WhatsApp group called the Gaspers, and everybody's mad on the drink. And we used to do shots uh, just for the sake of it. I think that's where it started. Yeah, they sort of overspilled into it's the quickest. What it is, Stuart, is it's the quickest way to get drunk and go and sit back down without you missing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm well, I'm not all for it now, but I certainly used to be. And another question that, that did come up in a conversation I was having with a guy behind the scenes for this, and it was quite simply, um, if Bear was drowning in the sea and you had a pint glass in each hand, would you put either of them down? No. <laughs> Sorry, Bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, Craig, it's been a fantastic chat. Um, I would, I will direct everyone over, uh, you know, I will put a few links in the show notes. I will certainly direct people to your uh, Twitter account. Um like Craig said, in two weeks, he hopes to go live again. I'm sure he will share uh, in the coming right. weeks the sort of content angle on that. Um, and don't forget, if you've enjoyed our content, drop me a follow on Twitter, like Henry Weston's old mate, the podcast. Uh, Craig, anything you want to touch on before we uh, before we uh, close the bar? All the fur loud. All the f- yeah. Well All- said. Um Craig, thanks so much for joining me. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching to Henry Weston's Old Mate, the podcast. Thanks, Dave. Brilliant, mate. Cheers, mate.